You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Everybody, welcome into another exciting episode of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show, a safe space for you foul mouth fantasy players out there. As always, it's your boys, King Josh, Josh the King, Big Rome, the Fantasy Fish. What the fuck's going on, guys? How's it going? Ooh, week one's here, baby. Hell yes. I know, finally. You know, I want to address something real quick that we didn't address in the last episode because we're bad at keeping track of things. Last episode was episode 100. Hit a oh milestone. I saw oh, that tweet yeah. today. I was like, damn, girl, look at us. I didn't even realize it until uh, I saw the episode number. I was like, oh, shit. Look, I'm so not this is episode guys, It all 100. just runs together. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we're done now. We're done doing the show forever. We've made it to 100. We, we did it. See you guys later. We're out. It was a good run. I'm going <laughs> to retire from fantasy football. I'm going to take up uh, fantasy golf. Ah, oh, damn it. Actually, was that yours, bro? Hockey. Was that the one fantasy. you won? Fantasy, yeah, fantasy hockey. I tried it. Don't do it, guys. It's the worst. Dude, you you roped me into fantasy hockey, and I fucking hate it. Hey, I want to championship. Have you guys played okay? any other fantasy sport you like, like season long? Not like because daily baseball and hockey, I don't mind. But like season long fantasy sport that you like? Nah, football's on, fo- only football. Everything else yeah. is too hard. Yeah, because someone actually uh, same thing with hockey. But also the same thing with basketball. Dude, I don't know who anybody fucking is anymore. Well, who the fuck is that? Like, you know, because like I, 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 you know, lifelong Laker fan, but I'm also really bad at following the Lakers. Because like, hey, we signed this guy. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is that? They're like, oh, no, he's <laughs> yeah. really good. The other thing is sure, their seasons are so fucking it. long that they take breaks. And like, you don't know. You got to pay attention to who's not playing today. And like in football, if they're not playing, they're hurt. Yeah, right. Plus, like, and I mean, you have fucking eight or they weeks. suck. Yeah, right, and you only have 18 weeks to deal with. Like with baseball, they play three times a week, sometimes more, for Every 180 day. something games. It's like, okay, fuck yeah. this. Basketball is three times a week, I think. But still, it's just too much, man. It's way too much. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, I mean, and I'm sure you guys are the same way. You know, fantasy football takes up so much of my time that to try to dedicate Cause like, dude, Rome. When we do the fantasy hockey, I just kind of go like, "Who's scoring points?" Yeah. Like, oh, this guy. This guy looks good, and I just pick up that guy because I. Although, it it did get me into the championship last year in our fantasy hockey league because I don't know who anybody is, so I have no issues cutting and adding people because I don't know who anybody True. is. Exactly. You know, the one thing that pissed me off though with hockey is that it, you can win a game. Just simply off of picking up somebody who's playing that day. Like mm. I won the championship, not off the team that I want, that I drafted because I have a fucking idea who I'm drafting. But I won the championship because the guy that I was playing ran out of roster moves that he could make, and I just picked up guys that played, and they got me enough points to win. And it's like that's not fucking fantasy football to me. That's just I out rostered you. Without yeah. it doesn't make I don't like that. Like I'd rather draft guys that I've put time and effort into, and maybe I can change it if we fucking tried it. But I don't like it, dude. My uncle does season long fantasy baseball, and he wakes up at every morning at like six in the morning because he lives on the east coast or the west coast, and he checks the starting pitchers to make sure his lineup has enough starting pitchers, and he checks to see who's sitting that day. Like what's like he waits till the lineups officially submitted and then goes and like updates his roster. It's every day, every day. That's, That's fucking lame. Dedication. That's dedication. Like, granted, fantasy football. You know, I check it every day. But realistically, like let's say you're just kind of like a casual or you know maybe not quite so dedicated. You really only have to check it like two three times a week. Check it on, you know, ch- check on Tuesday or Monday night or Tuesday night. I'm sorry to check waivers check before Thursday and then check again on Saturday. That's really all you need to do. Like, yeah. Yeah. Submit your waiver claim, update your lineup. See who won. Yeah. Well, especially cause, uh, especially this year in particular, I'm in so many goddamn leagues and you know, no disrespect to the other leagues I'm in. I only really care about a couple of them. 
So, you know, th- those will be. Yeah, just don't my... be a quitter. That bugs me. No, no, no. I'm not going to be a quitter, but it's just I will probably check those leagues on like, you know, Wednesday and fucking Saturday and just make sure I got players like like that yeah. 18 team league that you and I are in Rome. Like I even checked it after the draft because I don't care. I just saw I had Dobbins and I was like, fuck, this is if he doesn't play week one, I'm fucked, man. Dude, with the guillotine. I'm like that in our our home dynasty league. I have Dobbins and I have like my next best running back. So like, okay, James Robinson's going to go out there. <laughs> hey, you know what? He's playing though, at least. That's what they came out and said. He's doing yeah, the damn thing. He, he should be. Yeah, but dude, in, in one of our fucking, uh, one of the leagues we're in, I have to start Tyler Algier as my second running back because I don't have anybody else. I hate everything about the statement you just made. <laughs> All right. With that being said, let's get into some breakdowns. Let's start off with your Thursday night game. The reigning, defending, undisputed world champion, Los Angeles Rams at home, taking on the Buffalo Bills. Vegas has the over under at 52 and a half with Buffalo favored at minus two and a half. I actually think Buffalo wins this game. Um, I just, uh, I, I just don't see how the Rams win. <laughs> I I like that take, but I, I don't, I'm going to, I'm going to disagree with you. I think that the Rams, it's going to prove a lot of people into what I was talking about last show which is i think the rams are going to skyrocket and i think the buffalo bills are going to they're going to go down a path that nobody thought they were going down you know there's a lot of fantasy value in this game a lot of it last time these two met the bills etched them out 35 32 but again that's 35 to 32 there's so much fantasy happening in that that's going to be a monstrous game for both teams other than the defenses so maybe fade that this week don't touch that defense on either side. Yep, I agree completely. I think the Bills will win, though. That's the only place I differ with you, Rome. But it's going to be a monster fantasy game. You could start pretty much all your guys. Everybody's healthy to start the year, maybe with the exception of Matt Stafford's elbow. But even now, this is the healthiest this is going to be. So it's a great game for fantasy. Great way to start. Yeah, season. but, I mean, you're still going to start Matt Stafford, though. I mean, so let's take a look at the Bills side of the ball. You know, you're playing your obviously Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. I think I think Gabe Davis is going to be playable this week, probably like in that wide receiver three flex range, uh, or maybe like a low wide receiver two. I don't even remember where I have him ranked. We're kind of in a – we're running a day early, so we're kind of like fucked up right now. Okay, uh, Davis is our consensus wide receiver 28. So he's like the low two, high three area. That, that seems fair. Um, yeah, you know, are you guys playing Dawson Knox? Fuck Dawson Knox. Mm. I mean, if he's your tight end, I'm fine with it. It's week one. If he if he sucks all season, you're gonna have time to get rid of him. I'm fine with playing him if you have him. Like a lot of people probably don't have him, and they probably don't need to like fill in position. But I'd play him if I had him. Yeah. Other side of the ball for the Rams. What? Okay. Obviously, you know you're gonna play Stafford. You're gonna play Cup. I think you play a Rob. What do we do with like the whole Cam Akers thing? Like that—that's actually my biggest concern because I actually have Akers in a number of leagues, and I'm honestly not too happy about it. I think this is actually going to be a pass-friendly game, anyways, and I don't have any options to pivot. But what kind of outcome do you think uh, Cam Akers could have against this really tough Bills defense? I don't not a think good it's going to be good. Not a good one. Here's the, the the pickle is, unless it's a dynasty league and you have depth, like you're probably in a position where you, he's still probably your best option. But I don't see him. I mean, he could score 10 points maybe. But I'd try to not. I'd rather have Daryl Henderson probably, honestly. Until I see what Cam Akers does. I, I agree with you, Fish. I think that. I'm kind of fading both really kind of all the run game on both sides of the ball. Cause I agree with you, Josh. I think that it's going to be a pass, a pass heavy game. Um, it's going to be a shootout Stafford versus fucking Allen. Yeah. Yeah. I agree hundred percent. Like I said, I, I think this is going to be a big digs Davis, Allen Robinson, Cooper cup game. And obviously the quarterbacks, but 
Because even like even like Devin Singletary, I would use with caution. I just I I really, I like the over under is fifty two and a half. Like I think it's you know it's a national game, first game of the year. It's probably going to be. I would actually probably take the over honestly, and you know I I, I think it's just going to be a total just gunslinger like until Matt Stafford's arm falls off kind of thing. Yeah. All right, moving on. Got the New Orleans Saints taking on the Atlanta Falcons. Vegas has the over-under at 42.5. I am going to take the Saints for obvious reasons. Um, You know, yeah. What about you guys? Yeah, I 100%. I've got the Saints winning this game. Uh, I think Atlanta is going to look surprisingly – I think they're going to look better just because they they have gotten a lot of decent new faces in there. I just think the Saints are way too good of a team as a whole. It will really see what the Falcons are going to do defensively this season. If they're going to be the, the one everybody wants to start against everybody, you know, there'd be the, the easy fucking go to, Oh, they're playing the Falcons. Start your guy. I want to see if that's changing this year. I don't think so, but maybe. Yeah, I agree. I think the saints are going to win, but I'm a Homer. So take that with a grain of salt. Everybody else yeah, picked but, the Saints too. You know, Saints got a dominant dominant defense. The Falcons are clearly in a rebuild. And I just, you know. But okay, so if we're looking at the for fantasy purposes on the Saints side of the ball, I actually sneaky kind of like Jameis Winston this week. Um I actually have him ranked the highest. Actually, no, you have him ranked the highest fish. I'm sorry. I, I'm starting Jameis Winston this week in one of my leagues. I don't hate it. Falcons defense kind of sucks. So, and plus like all the offensive weapons they brought in. Um, I, I actually, I honestly had a tough time. Um, you know, obviously you're playing uh, Kamara, but I had a tough time ranking the pass catchers because it's, I mean, I, I, th- you know, it's week one. I don't know what the offense is going to look like. I mean, obviously if I had to rank the three, I would start Thomas Olave Landry in that order. I'm honestly fine playing all three. Would of them. you sit any of them this week? I'd play just, all of okay. them. Yeah, answers my question. Yeah, I would too. Where are you, Rome? I mean, I, I look. I like Michael Thomas. I just need to see it first. I know I've been drafting him pretty high, and I've gotten him in a lot of leagues. But let, before I jump on this bandwagon again, I, I want to see it firsthand. I think he's going to be getting a lot of uh, AJ Terrell, which could be a, an issue. But we'll see. I, I don't uh, I wouldn't mind starting any of them to be honest. I, I mean, just I would use yeah, caution. I, I mean, I, I think there's a chance that all three of them cannibalize each other. Like I, I think it's going to be good for Winston. Like who? Winston might be like the sneaky bottom end quarterback one like all season. You never know. Um, but love love Kamara this week. Ingram, I. <laughs> If, I mean, if you have to play him, I guess, but I wouldn't. You shouldn't have to. You shouldn't have yeah. to. It's the beginning of the season. There's nobody. And you, you probably drafted Mark Ingram like, and you, you drafted Mark Ingram probably in like the 13th round anyway. So picked him up yeah. off waivers. Other side of the ball for Atlanta. Um, outside of Pitts, I'm I'm totally comfortable playing Pitts. Um, I would I would actually I ranked. Uh, you know, I was doing the rank uh, inputting my rankings today. I saw that I was actually the highest on uh, Patterson, which is surprising because I like shout on him the most this off season. I think I, I think I'd be okay with playing Patterson purely just because of volume. I think they're going to have to funnel the offense through him or Pitts. But like outside of him, I don't really want to play anybody on Atlanta. Yeah, I I agree with you. I agree. I, th- I think some people can say London, and, and some people will play him. He might get Marshawn Lattimore the whole game, which wouldn't be that great. But Pitts is a good, always going to be a go. Patterson, I don't know. Patterson, like, I'm pretty low on him. I guess I just don't think the whole season long is going to be, be that good, and Saints got a stout defense. So it's, I think he'd be okay in certain weeks. I think you could play him this week, but I wouldn't expect much. Yeah, I actually I think- play him. I would play him in games that they're going to be down. That that's when I'm comfortable with Patterson, and really only in a fucking full point PPR. That's the only time I'm comfortable with Patterson. You know, I actually honestly, if if you're a Patterson manager in fantasy, pray he has a massive game and then trade him immediately, 
Because I just don't For think real. he's going to last. I mean, he's, was he? He's 32, 31, but he's been in the league for nine years and he hasn't been relevant until last year. So just pray he has an amazing, like, you know, 10 carries for 50 yards and eight catches for another 50 yards and maybe a touchdown and then flip him immediately. I mean, yeah. that'd be your best bet. Actually, and then one player to keep an eye on. I mean, I know I've been kind of a Tyler um, Algier guy, but I read I read a thing today that uh, Damian Williams is actually kind of carving a rollout for himself as, as he might actually be the starting running back for a little while because I, I think they're going to have to rely on Patterson in the passing game because, like, you know, with, uh, you know, Olamides at chaos isn't very good. Brian Edwards is kind of like a... Brian Edwards might be good. I don't know, but he's a flop, dude. He he hasn't panned out to shit yet. I wouldn't trust yeah, him. Yeah, so I mean, play Pitts, play Patterson with caution. Uh, moving on, we got the 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 revenge game. Cleveland Browns taking on the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> Vegas has the over under at I can find it forty one and a half with Carolina favored at one and a half. You know, I actually think I might take the Browns in this game. I just think their defense is good. Actually, no, fuck that. I, I no, nah, I'm gonna, I'll take, I'll take the Browns. I think the Browns can actually win this game, just because their their defense is pretty good. And you know, I don't know. There, there might be some chemistry issues with Carolina just because Baker Mayfield came into the. I, I think Carolina will be better later in the year, but I don't. Know, I, I don't. Yeah, I can kind of agree. I can get behind that. I also think that it's going to be huge for one guy in particular, and that's McCaffrey because yes, Baker Mayfield doesn't know the offense. He's learning all that shit, right? Well, who's he going to rely on the most? Who's their number one receiver? DJ Moore. Sure. He may get it, but let's be honest. Their number one receiver is fucking McCaffrey. He's going to be getting checked down city here from Baker Mayfield all game. He may, he may make, he may, what's the record for catches? 20 something, 20. 21 i want to something see like that check check down let's get mccaffrey that record baby i got the panthers winning panthers i like it what about you fish yeah i got the panthers also i th- i don't know i think baker mayfield is better than sam darnold yes he's better than who the fuck's jacoby Brissett. Mm-hmm. yes you know they both have pretty good defenses both teams right there in the kind of upper middle of defenses. And that, to me, the difference is the quarterback position here. Uh, I think the Panthers will win. I'm fine with starting McCaffrey more. I wouldn't start Baker, even though I'm saying he's going to be the reason he wins, but I don't know about the Cleveland guys. I don't know how to really play, I guess. I don't know. With, with the, given the implied point total from Vegas, this is probably going to be a low scoring game. I think this is going to be a McCaffrey versus Chubb kind of game. Like Brissett's a game manager. They're going to run a lot with Chubb. They're going to check down to hunt a lot. You know, every now and then you get Cooper. Yeah, they're not going to try to get their quarterbacks exposed too early. No, and same thing. Same thing. And and I kind of see the same thing for the Carolina offense too. Just run it through McCaffrey, see if DJ Moore's open. You know, simple. Okay, so for fantasy purposes, uh, for Cleveland, gladly play Nick Chubb. I love Nick Chubb this week. I think we all had him in the top ten. I want to say, let's see, Nick Chubb. Yeah, would you play Mario Cooper? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so too. I mean, he should get a lot of volume in the passing game. He's got to throw to somebody, you know. So you play Chubb. You, I think you can play Hunt. Hunt has some flex appeal to me. You play Amari yeah, Cooper. What about David and Joku? Are you guys interested in Joku? Uh, keep in mind, Brissett did keep uh, what the fuck's his name, the tight end, the white guy who just retired from Indianapolis, Doyle. Jack Jack Doyle. He 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 Doyle got a lot of touchdowns with him. So Njoku, you know, if you punted the position, Njoku might be a plus, you know, hey, they I'm fine. Well, they re signed him, they gave him money. Yeah. You know, so it's I am fine with it. He'd be like a lower end tight end, but I'm fine with it. Yeah. Other even side of the ball. You, even if you punted the position though, you probably got a better one than Njoku. Yeah, but if you're if you're high on them. Go ahead. Yeah. Other side of the ball, you're just playing McCaffrey and more, right? You're not interested in anybody else. 
I, I mean, look, I'm a pussy hair interested in Baker, to be honest. Like, there's something about revenge games that he's going to go out there and want to and want to light it up. But I, I wouldn't start him with any confidence. So, yeah, McCaffrey and, and more. What about Robbie Anderson? Like, kind of like a dart throw. Maybe he gets behind the defender. I don't think you need to yet. I bet he's got the touchdown upside because, yes, Baker can sling it. But I don't, I don't know, man. There's something about Robbie Anderson that just fucking bugs me. Here's the thing, and Robbie, Robbie Anderson, to me, is one of those guys who you have a better chance of plugging in later in the year when there's, you know, you got some players with injuries or yeah. Carolina has players with injuries. But, like, right now, everybody healthy. Yeah, sure, he could break away for a 50-yard touchdown, but, like, that's going to be one of his two receptions in the game. Do you want to take that risk? That's right. true. <laughs> exactly. I just – I. I just hope Christian McCaffrey's healthy. He's so much fun to watch when he's healthy. So, come on, you beautiful white chocolate man. Be healthy. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> Moving on. We got the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Chicago Bears. San Francisco favored at minus seven. Over under at 41. I'm taking the Niners. Um, I mean, Trey Lance, to me, is like the only... Um, is like the only like question mark just because it's like you know, how, how like ready is he, but you know, the team has faith in him. Plus like, you know, they got a good defense, Chicago, you know, the, the U S prison system has better wide receivers right now than the Chicago bears do. So that is a very accurate statement. Well, do you think about it? They got Henry Ruggs. They got, you know, there's some pretty good guys in prison right now. There's some good ones, but yeah. So I, San Francisco wins this game and I, I think, probably quite easily. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I oh, go ahead, Rome. Sorry. I lost what Joshy said there. Yeah, um, me too. I, I just think the Niners, I got the Niners, of course. Yeah. I'm a Homer, but it's pretty easy to be a Homer when your first game out the, out the fucking gate is against the Chicago on paper. Shit bears. Listen, I, I think they're going to, I think they're going to show out. It's much like yep. they did last year where they, they, they even though they tried to lose their hardest to Detroit last season, but listen, Lance is a question mark, but not really. Like Lance, this is his second year. I think he's going to show everybody just relax. He can run this offense, and it's going to be just fine. They're still going to run the ball. I'm I'm a big Eli Mitchell guy. Lance is going to help in that department as well. You still got Kittle, who's going to block. You got Samuel, who I think is a bit of a question mark, but he'll still produce. I just think that all in all the Niners win this game big. Yeah, I think the Niners will win. And I also will say that two things. First, I filled out Rome's pick them on the spreadsheet before he even told me what team he picked. (laughs) (laughs) And I think they're going to beat the spread. They only up favored by seven right now, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're going to win by like at least 10. Probably more. Like, it's going to be bad. The only thing I will say, though, is I think that Justin Fields is going to have a better game than Trey Lance. Ooh. Spicy. I like it. But on on the Niners side of the ball, are you guys comfortable playing Lance this week? It's a a plus matchup. He's got rushing upside. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he's like, I've never, I'm not super high on him, but you drafted him to play, like play him. We'll see what happens. The rushing upsides alone is worth it. Would you play Trey Lance against Chicago or would you play Kirk Cousins against Green Bay? Cousins. Yeah, play play Cousins too. Or would you play Trey Lance or would you play Derek Carr against the Chargers? Carr. Lance. Okay. Yeah, so the I mean Trey are, Lance. The Chargers are good, man. The Chargers are fun. Their defense is going to be Yeah, good but this year. Carr's going to have to throw it and throw touchdowns to keep up in that game. I think he'll Bolt. be able to. Bolt that up, offense baby. is good too. Yeah, well, Trey Lance, fucking... you know. Go ahead. I was just saying that fucking pass rush, man, that, that LA is going to have is going to be so stupid. You're going to fucking Boza and Khalil Mack. Are you goddamn mm. kidding me? My it's nips are so a, hard. It's going to be amazing to watch them just sack everybody. Yeah, I mean, Trey Lance, I, you know. Valid point. He has some rushing upside, but I could easily see this being like a like a Mitchell Debo game. But yeah, so I mean, would you rather have a quarterback with rushing upside who's probably going to get one or two touchdowns, or would you have a quarterback that has a potential for passing for four in a game and doesn't have rushing upside? Because Derek Carr, when he's on, 
he could throw four or five touchdown passes. I mean, I don't think he's throwing I, I, five yet, but I think he's throwing four. I would need to see more consistency coming out of Lance for me to, because right now, like I'm actually looking at our rankings right now. Um, Rome and I both have him at 14 fish. You have him at 17. So it's kind of like, we like him, but we like quite a few other guys more. Um, you know, that Lance could easily start climbing up my rankings at every week, you know, just seeing what he kind of does. But, but yeah, so for the 49ers, you, you play Elijah Mitchell, you play Debo, you're playing Kittle. What about Ayuk? Would you guys start Ayuk this week? No. Listen, that man broke my heart into a million pieces last year. I need to see his role in this offense in an actual game before I am confident starting him in anything. I think he's going to slide down that depth chart. I don't, I, I don't think he has it, man. I mean, San Francisco's shown that there's plenty of opportunity and he just never came in when needed. Ayuk's like the fourth read for the quarterback and no disrespect to Trey Lance. I don't know if he has a four read progression right now at this moment. Cause you know, like on his drop back, it would go probably what Debo Kittle toss up for one or two. Then it'd probably be the check down to the running back, and then it would probably be Ayuk. Like, what's he doing? So I did. I did see a stat that changed my mind about a lot of things. I actually think Ayuk. For one, I've heard a lot of good things coming out in camp about him as he's. They're trying to push him to be the guy, and he's been responding to this point. But the stat and the number that I heard, I, I was able to see some information on uh, I forget who to give credit for, but I'll find it and tweet it out. Um, the pass breakdown by position for the 49ers or for Trey Lanch in particular, and he is the lowest percentage throwing to a tight end in the entire league. Interesting. He's at about 15%. Now that being said, where's that I'll, stat I'll from though? I'll, like when what, I find like it, I'll let you know. No, it's no, like a preseason from, stat. No, it's from his all five games. passes that you threw last year. Correct. The stats <laughs> are somewhat skewed in a sense of he only played in what two games last year as a whole. So yes, the stats could be a bit skewed as compared to everybody else, but eighty percent to wide receivers compared to fifteen percent for a tight end, those numbers don't necessarily lie. At this point, he's looking to chuck the ball to wide receivers. I'd be, I'd be interested to see how Ayuk did in those games. Because Ayuk had some decent games last year. Yeah, I wonder he did. if those were the I, ones. It could it could have been. I also just it made me fade Kittle a little bit when I saw this because it was pre it was pre a lot of drafts when I had that information. Um but again we'll see. And was Kittle hurt when that game happened? I don't, I don't remember that. I'd have to go back and double check. But it is something to look into. If, I don't know if he likes throwing the tight ends quite as much as uh, Kittle, holder, Kittle owners would like. Although, dude, when you got a talented guy like Kittle somewhere in the middle with one-on-one coverage against a linebacker or an undersized safety, you throw to Kittle. Hey, I agree with you. I would in Madden. I would in real life. But I'm not Trey Lance. Trey Lance Fair might enough. be looking to run and chuck the ball deep. All right, Jimmy Garoppolo season. Other side of the ball. For the Bears, uh, you know, start Mooney. I think Mooney's I think Mooney's going to be like a sneaky good player all year. Um actually I like Cole Komet a lot. He was highly targeted last year. I don't see that changing especially cuz again, the prison system has better wide receivers than the Chicago Bears. So I I see them throwing to Komet a lot. But my question is David Montgomery this whole offseason, man, like it seems like the Chicago Bears front office has been kind of shitting on him a lot. You know, they 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 pick up they draft Treeston Ebner. You know, they've been they've been hyping up Khalil Herbert a lot. You know, does does Montgomery is he gonna is he gonna start losing some playing time? Like is he gonna is he slowly losing his role as like the the guy for Chicago? I don't think so. I think that I think that Montgomery the downside to it is the down the only downside to him is the team he plays on. But to this point, I mean, he's been a pretty solid. He's been a pretty solid RB two to a flex player. I mean, he's gonna get a major a bulk of the carries, and he does some work in the passing game. So I'm not like he's a guy I'm actually comfortable starting to this point at the at the very least a flex and at a, at an RB two. Yeah, I'd start him too. 
it's one of those preseason things. Like some players get hyped up and do nothing. So is Khalil Herbert the thing? Is Ebner going to be a thing? Like they could, they could, they could overstep him. But like Montgomery is probably going to be the main focus until someone powerhouses their way to that role. And I don't think that would happen week one. I'd play him. Okay, moving on. We got the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Detroit Lions. Uh, Philadelphia favorite at minus four. Vegas has the over under at 48 and a half. Give me the Eagles. I just, I don't get me wrong. I love Detroit. I, I really want to root for Detroit all year, but I think the Eagles are going to be a force to be reckoned with this year. So give me the Eagles this week. All right. All right. Uh, listen, the last time this team played, the Eagles won 44 to six. That being said, <laughs> I'm taking Detroit, baby. Let's fucking mm. go. Love it. I love the contrarian pick. <laughs> nice. I'm picking the Eagles as well. I just think they're better all around. I like Detroit. Yeah. You know, I think they're going to make moves in the right direction, but not yet. So fantasy side for Philadelphia, you're playing Hurts. You're playing A.J. Brown. I think you play Devonta Smith. You're playing Goddard. Miles Sanders, he said don't draft him himself in fantasy. That He quoted that. He said just don't draft me. So Miles Sanders, Kenny Gainwell, you know they 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 love him over there. Do you still start? Do you still start Sanders with? Do you still start Sanders with confidence? Rome, you're shaking your head. I shook my head so hard, my double chin almost hit me in the fucking ear. No, I don't start <laughs> Sanders with fucking confidence. God damn it! Yeah, no, you do not. Didn't they not rush the ball at all one game last year? Say that again. Didn't they not rush the ball with running back at all in one game last year? I think that's true. I, I think I, that's true. I don't want – I think it was like three rushes. They, they rushed it, but that doesn't count. Sorry, that's not rushing it at all. I don't, I don't want nothing to do with any running back here until they prove me otherwise. Yeah, it's because Hertz runs the ball 24 times a game. You know what's crazy to me is Sanders was like a second-round draft pick last year. And he was getting drafted in like the eighth or the ninth round this year. It was like, everyone's like, dude, it, it was just people were avoiding drafting Sanders like the goddamn plague. And they were not wrong. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if you have to start Sanders, just be ready for heartbreak when he only, you know, six carries for eight yards. Oh, <laughs> he went full Trey Sermon. Yeah. Oh, God. Other side of the ball for the Detroit Lions. You're playing Swift. I still think Amon Ross St. Brown is still going to be fine. You play him. You're playing Hawkinson. What about DJ Chark? I I got a, I got a bone to pick with you guys here. What the fuck is everybody doing drafting Amon Ross St. Brown so much higher than DJ Chark? He's a much better receiver. Will he not be better in the first two weeks? Because like. Jared Goff's getting used to him, maybe, but DJ Chark is better. I agree. Like, it's like, what the fuck are we doing? So, listen, I'll be the first to admit, I didn't watch a lot of Detroit games last year because who the fuck would? But I decided, I was like, you know what? I want to see what the fuck this Amon Ross St. Brown kid is. Like, show me. He, he runs, he's just a fucking slot receiver that runs little out routes or little, uh, little flat routes. And he's just getting the ball dumped to him. Like, again, if you're in a PPR fucking snag this kid, because they're not going to change what he's doing. DJ Chark is a stud wide receiver that literally nobody talks about. Like he was great in Jacksonville. He was a go up and get a guy. His biggest downfall is he hasn't been durable the last couple of seasons. He's fucking, when he doesn't play, you can't sit there and say, God damn, this guy is fucking great. Once he plays, which I think he's going to this year, dude, I think he's going to be Goff's favorite fucking target. I think this offense is going to be incredible once Williams comes back. I think people are sleeping on this offense. They're saying Goff isn't going to be the guy, bro. I would fucking, I'd draft Goff. I'm I'm interested to see what can happen here. That offensive line, he'll have all day to throw the ball. Let the man work. Man, Goff's not a superstar, but he'll he'll get a team to the playoffs. He did. He got him to the fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. So like, I don't know. 
that's my bone to pick. I don't get. I, I get the Amon Round St. Brown hype. I don't get the fading on DJ Chark at all. I love DJ Chark. Like I, I actually wish I had more shares of him in all of my leagues. I, I think just because he was, you know, he was hurt last year, and he's been on a really bad Jags team. But just back in 2019, Chark, you know, thousand eight yards and eight touchdowns. It's in the realm of possibilities with him in Detroit. You never, especially once Jamison Williams gets healthy and they have three legit wide receivers and a legit tight end to that. Yeah. Look out like that offense could be something fun. I agree. And a, and a great running back that catches balls out of the backfield. Dude, I love, I love Deandre Swift. He's so good. I just, so good. I, he's another player where it's like, please just stay healthy all year, please. You're so goddamn talented. But even if he doesn't bro, Jamal Williams is fucking dope too. I like Jamal Williams because he loves anime. He's a big dork, and I love that about him. Yeah. All right, moving on. Got the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Washington Commanders, which is one of the worst. <laughs> Commanders is like, seriously, like that and the Cleveland Guardians. Like, what the fuck are we doing? God damn, man. These terrible fucking names. Like, I, I'll admit Reds, Redskins is kind of a gross name, but goddamn Commanders. Like, like what did I call them? The Bullfrogs? I called them last year. Like, that's a better name. <laughs> fucking Washington Bullfrogs. So Jacksonville Jaguars take on the Washington Bullfrogs. Uh, Vegas has the over under at 44 with Washington favored at minus two and a half. I actually take the commanders in this game. Wait, actually is Chase Young healthy? No. Actually, I'm, I'm going to go Jaguars then I'm going to switch my pick. I, I, uh, I, I like Chase Young a lot. He just needs, you know, Another player who needs to be healthy. God damn it! Yeah, for real. Now I I like it, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and agree with it. I'm going to take the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, that's that's a consensus three here for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Look, I'm a little disappointed they didn't put more weapons around Lawrence, but I think they're still better than the Commanders. It's probably going to be the only time this season that we're all going to pick the Jaguars to win a game. That's correct. But uh, let's just for fantasy purposes. Um, fuck it. Give ETN a go. Let's see what he's, let's see. You drafted him to be your running back two. Some guys got him as their running back one, maybe even a flex, but you're playing T, uh, ETN. I actually like Christian Kirk. I think he's a sneaky start this week. Um, I think we all had him in kind of like that wide receiver three range. But I, I think he has upside. Paid him a shit ton of money. God damn, they paid him a lot of money for a player that's never had a thousand yards, or has been the number one wide receiver on the team. Fuck it, they gave him a lot of money. And then um, I think if you're desperate for tight end, like if you punted the position, I think Evan Engram is streamable this week. Maybe. I mean, yeah, I can see it. That's gross. You probably shouldn't be that desperate for a tight end. So you're playing, you're playing ETN and Kirk. That's about it then, right? Dude, I kind of just, I'm not going to play him, but I want to see how much work is split between ETN and Robinson. Robinson, actually, I, I had the hardest time ranking Robinson because I just have, you know, it took Deonta Foreman four seasons to get healthy from his Achilles tear. You know, look at Cam Akers when he came back last year um, with the Rams from his Achilles tear. And James Robinson, I think he got hurt in December. So it, yeah, it was hasn't late. been very long since his injury. So I, I think it's going to be the ETN show for the time being. Because like, like right now, like I, if you have Robinson on your team personally, don't, at least in my opinion, I wouldn't play him. I want to see what they, how they use him. him. I just want to see what the timeshare is. Because if they start like 60-40 to ETN, and James Robinson does the James Robinson thing. ETN's going to be a big flop by the end of the season. But if Robinson doesn't come back to do the Robinson thing, you know, then ETN's going to be a huge hit. It's kind of like what happens here. Maybe not week mm -hmm. one, but like midway through the season. So it's kind of like how much time do they each get? It's very yeah. interesting for these two players. I agree. Yeah. Uh, other side of the ball, <sighs> be still my beating heart. Antonio Gibson season, baby. Let's go with Brian Robinson getting shot in the butt cheek. Now's your chance. Gibby make me proud. Actually, Such I bullshit, dude. 
Did we ever find out where Antonio Gibson was? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's he was with me. Guilty. I'm his alibi. I'll be your I'll be your alibi, Gibson. Don't worry, you were with me. It's fine. Even though we you live know, on the I opposite gotta, sides listen, of the country. Listen, I'm pretty sure he didn't do it because he would have fumbled the gun. So we're good. <laughs> Fair. It's a good point. It's a good Fair. point. But yeah, so I, I think this is probably like, you know, you play Gibson this week, it's a good matchup for him. I think JD McKissick might be like a sneaky flex play if you need, like, especially in like a half or full PPR. But uh yeah. I'm a full go on scary Terry McLaurin. Hell and yeah. That's probably that's probably it. You 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 play Gibson, you play McLaurin. Yeah, I love McLaurin. Maybe McKissick. He's getting slept on a little bit. He's still drafted pretty high, but like he sh- he could potentially be like top ten player. You're my big Dotson guy, Rome. Like, what do you do with Dotson this week? Although you probably didn't draft him to be a starter. He probably drafted him to be your bench player. So Right, right. And I think at this point, you're not going to play Dotson until you see exactly what he's doing out there on the field. You know, and God, guys, pull up his highlight tape. What he did in college was fucking beautiful. I'm not saying you, I'm saying listeners. But it's like, this guy's going to be good, and the sky is the limit. It's he doesn't have to come in and be the actual, the absolute man. He's got McLaurin to do that. All he has to do is come in and fucking make catches. And I think everybody's going to see that. So at some point, he will be a player. I don't know if it's this early because again, you're not drafting him in the top to be your your top receiver. Yeah, and wide receivers most don't just come on fire to start in the in the league. Even Justin Jefferson, he wasn't even the starter his rookie year until like week like three or something like that. It took him a little bit right. to get caught on. So still went for like fourteen hundred yards too. He was yeah, I know he's so good. He's so good at football, mm-hmm. and he's handsome. He's a beautiful chocolate man too. He is, and he does the gritty. He sure he does, does the he does the best gritty dance. I will say. Yeah. All right, moving on. Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, Vegas has the over under 53 and a half with the chiefs favorite at minus six. Give me the chiefs all day in this game, because I even talked about how last episode that the Cardinals are going to be terrible this year. And mm-hmm. I think this is the beginning of their downfall. They're going to get absolutely stomped and kicked in the dick by Kansas city. Uh, I, uh, come I, couldn't, come Sunday. I couldn't agree with you more. Could not agree with you more. I think that uh, I just can't see how Arizona keeps up with them. Like I get it. They're going to be it's going to be a shootout type of game because both defenses aren't built for they're not built for, uh, I don't know, stopping people that that really pass the ball. And I think it's going to be a shootout. I can see a lot of fantasy relevance at the quarterback position, but I'm going to take the chefs. I'll disagree and I'll tell you why, because I agree with Josh that the Cardinals may fall apart. But the thing with the Cardinals, they always start game strong and they always start the season strong. I think that they'll it'll be a shootout, but I think they'll be able to eke out a win here. So you would you so you would take Arizona plus seven then on this or plus, yeah. uh, plus six? Yeah. I would. Right. Oh, I guess you picked them to win too. If they, hey, if they were playing week, if they're playing week ten, then no. But uh, right now, yeah. <laughs> well, it all depends on when Call of Duty comes out. <laughs> well, and a lot. They, both these teams got a lot of new guys that are going to be playing. Like Arizona has probably more guys that are with the team longer, but a lot of those dudes aren't playing right now. So they both got a kind of a lot of new guys. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. So for fantasy purposes, chiefs are pretty easy. You're playing Mahomes. You're playing Kelsey. You guys are cool playing Juju this week, right? Hell yeah. Yeah. I love Juju this week. Clyde Edwards, Alaire. I, I I'm fine with it. Like kind of like what you were saying, Rome, he, he was actually pretty good last year. It's he got hurt. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm fine with that. What about McCall Hardman? Would you play him? No. And I wouldn't play MVS. I wouldn't play MVS either. The only wide receiver I'm playing is Juju. I'm playing Juju with comfortably, but outside of that, nah. I want to. I want to see what how the offense looks. Plus, again, s- similar to what we were saying about uh, uh, Dotson, you didn't draft Valdez, Scanling, or Hardman, or even Sky Moore to be a starter on your. T- you probably didn't even draft Juju to be a starter on your team. You probably got Juju in like the eighth or ninth round. So, but I, I like Juju this week, especially because with the implied point total, there's going to be a lot of points scored in this game. So Juju could be a thing of, uh, could be a lot of fun to see. Other side of the ball, Arizona, you're playing Kyler. You're playing James Conner, even the two. Dude, I, 
I was when I was putting in the rankings, man, I shit on James Conner. You guys are so much higher on him than me. Fishy got him at 14. Romy got him at 13. I have him at 27. I just don't think James, he had 18 touchdowns. Like that was what made him fantasy relevant. Granted, he has no competition, so it's going to be all him in the backfield. But he's not a, he's an okay, he's a mediocre pass catcher. He's a decent runner, but there's going to be points in this. I just don't want, they're not going to check it down to him. That's why he's high, because it's going to be points. They're going to get stopped at the five-yard line here and there, and he's going to plow the ball in. Mm-hmm. He'll get a touchdown or two. He'll, he'll be a Mike Mike Tolbert game where it's like two two rushes for three yards, but two touchdowns. Listen, I'll, I think I'll he'll take, have more yards I'll than that. Take, but yeah. I, do, I do, too. He'll have more total yards than that. I just, yeah, man, I think James Conner will be just fine this whole year. 18 touchdowns was just a sign of things to come. <laughs> Uh, I think you can play Hollywood Brown this game because, again, with the implied point total, they're going to have to throw. Hollywood's one of the fastest men in the NFL. He's playing with his college quarterback, so that could be a lot of fun to see. Zach Ertz, just be aware, a lot of people were high on Zach Ertz this year because, you know, no D-hop and not a lot of tar- or, uh, competition for targets. But he is banged up right now with a calf injury, and sometimes those soft tissue injuries can just linger. So if yeah. So keep an eye on the injury report. Um, be ready to pivot if you need to. Would you play Trey McBride if you knew Zach Ertz was out the entire game? Would I play no. what Zach? Ertz? Like if you were the Zach Ertz owner, if you were the Zach Ertz owner, would you just go grab McBride off the waivers and plug him in for a week? No, and put Ertz on your IR because like he's the best tight end prospect coming out. Max Williams coming back from an injury, like I probably wouldn't either, but it'd be be interesting to see what he does if he has a full role week one. Yeah. I, I, I hear you, but no, I wouldn't waste the roster spot. Right. I agree. I would just, it'd be interesting to watch for sure though. All right. Moving on. Some asshole will play him probably. <laughs> okay. Actually, you know, since we're running out of time here, we're running kind of long. I think we're going to break it up because there's so many fucking NFC matchups this week. We'll do, we're going to do the, Sunday night and the Monday night game on the next episode. So this will be our last game breakdown for this evening. It's going to be the green Bay Packers taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Vegas has the over under at 47 green Bay favorite at minus one and a half, but give me the Vikings this week, man. I think, I think Minnesota is going to come punch them right in the fucking mouth. Um, especially with the no look, the new look offense yeah. for green Bay. I, I think this is going to be a big, uh, a big uh, Vikings game. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't like the new look offense is going to be very interesting to see. I'm taking the Vikings. I think that they're going to, I think people are going to be shocked at how good Kirk Cousins actually is when they say, Hey man, go chuck the ball around. Look at the receivers we've got technically speaking. And I know you guys are pretty high on Osborne, but I think it's going to be Jefferson Thielen fucking Rager. They're going to be good. Yeah, I can see Rager doing something later in the Irv, season, but not Irv quite Smith yet. Too, my fault. I I love Irv Smith. Irv, everybody loved Irv Smith last year. Everybody loved him. He, he was everybody's tight end to get later in the draft, and he's going undrafted. And it's like it's the same dude. He had an injury. Like, why'd you forget about him? Like, yeah, for real. I think he's going to be a steal. I picked the Vikings also. I think Green Bay will be all right this season. You guys heard me on our last episode. Vikings are my bold Super Bowl prediction. I said this on Twitter. They're not my real Super Bowl prediction, but my bold prediction. Um, <laughs> but they could easily, you know, the Packers got a lot going on right now. They should be able to. Vikings are kind of solidified. They got a lot of the same guys for a long time. Yeah. But for fantasy purposes, you're playing Aaron Rodgers. You're playing Aaron Jones. I think you can play A.J. Dillon almost yeah. all year. Absolutely. I think because. Aaron Jones was like their wide receiver two last year, and I don't see that changing. I, I think Aaron Jones might be their wide receiver one this season, and I, I think A.J. Dillon is going to be fantasy relevant all year. I mean, even with, with split time last year with Aaron Jones, he was the running back 23 in PPR 21 in standard. So I, I like A.J. Dillon a lot this year. Um, What do you guys do about Alan Lazard? Are you comfortable playing him this week? Fuck no. No, uh, 
I mean, I would probably not, but I don't think it's the worst play either. I'm not like super against it. Like Rome is like, fuck no. I'm it's not my favorite. But if you're thin at wide receiver, I don't and you're playing three wide receiver league, yeah. Are you waiting for, are you ready for the storied Sammy Watkins dominance in week one and to fall off the rest <laughs> of the year? No, I just don't really know if I trust this Green Bay offense. Yeah. Like I, Lazard's probably gonna be the guy in the receiver room. But what does that mean? What are they gonna, what's the offense gonna look like? Yeah, play Jones, play Dylan, play Aaron Rodgers. Other side of the ball, I love Kirk Cousins. I I don't like it, it's so funny how many how so many people just shit on him in fantasy. He's a good fantasy quarterback and he's a good real life quarterback too. Mm-hmm. I like Kirk Cousins. You play Cousins, you're playing Cook, you're playing JJ Thielen. What up, Big Irv? Is it Big Irv season? We liking yeah. him this week against Green Bay? Yeah. If you picked him as your flyer tight end and you're doing that like stream type, yeah, what the hell, man? Let's see what he's got. Sweet. I think he'll be fine, honestly. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. You start start Jefferson Cook. I I'll, I'll I'll tell you what Kirk Cousins, what it is, is boring to watch. Even when yeah. he's doing good, it's kind of boring. It, it doesn't I don't know why. It's just boring. Maybe it's just he just doesn't get excited about anything ever. He's just like, okay. It's like watching Eeyore. <laughs> I've compared it numerous times. Kirk Cousins is missionary sex. It's not the most exciting. It's boring to watch. But it you works. Have said that. I forgot. It it gets the job yeah. done. You know, it's just like like I said, he's or or fine. Let's say you don't want to go. He's buttered toast. It's delicious, but it's not your first choice when you open up the fridge. But if you need old reliable, some buttered toast is delicious, man. Mm. I love me some fucking buttered toast. It does not if you don't like buttered toast, I have serious concerns about your well-being. For real. And if you don't like Kirk Cousins, I have serious concerns about your well-being, you piece of shit. For, yeah. For real. This is why we're <laughs> professionals at this, goddammit. Look at that segue. Hey. Well, this is a good place to wrap it up. We're going to break down the AFC games as well as the Sunday night Tampa Bay-Dallas game and the Monday night Denver into Seattle. I didn't realize there was goddamn like 10 fucking matchups for the NFC. So I like, because like as we're going through the break, I was like, this is taking a long time. We still got like three games to do. (laughs) So this is a good place to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening to episode 101. We got some big news coming up in the future. I'm going to just tease you guys with that. Like, you know, hopefully... You guys like sweet swag and things like that. So we got some big things in the mix coming up for you this season. Keep your dick hard Mm. or your pussy wet, whatever you're into. Mm. Do we have lady listeners? Ladies, you out there? They're out there. (laughs) You're out there, you dirty birdies. But again, thank you so much for listening, guys. Get us on social media, Filthy F-Ball Show on Twitter, Filthy Fantasy Football Show on Instagram. Send in your emails to filthyfantasyfootballshow at gmail.com. And again, thank you so much. I love you very, very much. King Josh, Josh the King. Big Rome. Fantasy Fish. Have a good one, y'all.